Welcome to this week's episode of This Week in Sparkling Water. I'm your host, Joachim Eriksson, and uh, today's guest is Cooper. How are you, Coop? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate Excellent. it. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show, Coop. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, let's just get right to it. Today we have six sparkling waters. They are all grapefruit flavored. First, we're going to start with Signature Select. What do you know about Signature Select, Coop? Uh, I know that it's the Safeway name brand for all of their basic stuff. Yeah, it's cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. Sparkling water number one, grapefruit. Here you go. Thank you. Okay, let's try this. First, what can we what can we say about what it looks like? Uh, well, I like the bubbles, and I like the sound the bubbles make. It's clear. There's nothing to see. <laughs> That's why it's a podcast. Okay, let's try it. it smells like grapefruit. Maybe it's because I'm thirsty, but that's delicious. It is delicious. Yeah. And it's not like too sweet either. It's kind of nice and tart. And <sighs> that's a pretty subtle one. Yeah. As far as grapefruit ones. Kind of a long finish too. Yeah, it's ba- it's balanced out. It's not too strong. Not too sweet. Ah, fine bubbles. It's like champagne, bro. That's my favorite part about sparkling water. I love the bubbles. Yeah, the bubbles. All my bubble dreams, bubble dreams. Out of ten. Mm, I think I'm going to go with the six on this one. Yeah. I feel like a seven would be too generous. Yeah, it's too light. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give it a seven, though, because I like the light ones. Okay. Sparkling water number two. This is the Talking Rain. What do you know about Talking Rain, Coop? I know nothing of Talking Rain. This is the first time I've heard of it and seen it and i'm going to try it so it is it is local somehow okay talking rain is from somewhere around here the grapefruit smell is definitely not as prominent Ooh, that smells different that smells almost like grapefruit peel it does yeah like you can smell the the oils in there yeah Oh, yeah, that's actually very different than the first one. Oh, yeah. More full-bodied, I want to say. That's just like real grapefruit. Yeah, it tastes like real grapefruit. The first one was kind of like artificial flavor. Yeah, this is very... This very much just tastes like you took a piece, a big old piece of grapefruit peel and turned it inside out above Mm -hmm. the beverage. Yeah, which I guess is what you want, right? You just want like that full flavor Mm. in there. Yeah. It's a little bit less corrected, though, where it tastes a little bit less like a... Yeah, like it can vary from batch to batch, depending on the grapefruit. I don't know. What's your score? Seven. Seven on that one, too? I'm changing my previous one to six. Okay, all right. I I think I'm going to go with you on a seven on that one. Yeah. Um, Next one, Cascade Ice. What do you know about Cascade Ice? Well, I know that it's not just sparkling water. Like, they have the bottles, too, of, like, the flavored water. Yeah. It's, like, a lot sweeter. It's like soda. Yeah, but zero-calorie soda. Yeah, it's like diet soda. Mm-hmm. Right. It says natural grapefruit-flavored sparkling water. Yeah. But that begs the question, what is sparkling water, you know? It's a good question. Like, what's the difference between a Diet Coke and a LaCroix? Yeah. There is no difference, really. More syrup? Maybe? Yeah, but a diet a diet coke doesn't have any syrup. It doesn't? I mean it has sweetener. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. But the real answer is we don't know what's in sparkling water. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Cascade ice. We're only two cans in, you know. Okay, cascade ice. Okay. Smell it. Smell it. Ooh, almost no smell. Yeah. Much lighter. These are different bubbles, too. Yeah, less bubbles. Yeah. Very light. Smaller bubbles? A little bit metallic flavor. Maybe that comes bit. from the can? Yeah, but that otherwise didn't seem so tainted. Mm-mm. Yeah, this one's the worst, I think. We've tried. Yeah, this one is terrible. Not this a lot one, of flavor. Yeah, not a lot of flavor, and the little bit of flavor you have is not fruit. Yeah. It's like metal. And yeah. that's light. That tastes like almost nothing. So... All of these say on the back, like, natural flavors. Yes. What does that mean, exactly? Yeah, so in America, you don't have to define what that means. Yeah. So, ever since LaCroix came on the scene and stuff, it's we yeah. don't know. No one knows. We could, be, we could be drinking anything at this point. Yeah. You can call anything natural flavors. Yeah. I think so far the local one, right? The, uh, talking, the talking Rain. rain. That yeah, I'm going to get the CEO on the podcast. Seriously? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't he come yeah. on the podcast? Why not? It's supposedly a failing company, too, so, like, why wouldn't he? How long have you been drinking sparkling water for? Seriously. Professionally? Professionally, yeah. <laughs> so, in Sweden, everyone drinks sparkling water. Like, in Sweden, it's not fancy. Like, here... It's like fancy, mm-hmm. and Kanye West makes songs where he's like, "Don't pretend like you've been drinking sparkling water before you came out here," you know? Mm-hmm. Like in that rude song with that one guy, yeah, little little ducky or whatever his name is, <laughs> Big Windex. Uh, do you know which song I'm talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> but that's it describes like a lot of his songs. <laughs> no, but there's a song where he goes. When the first time they ask you, you want sparkling or still? Are you trying to act like you was drinking sparkling water before you came out here? Uh, anyway, whatever. Um, in Sweden, it's not fancy, so everyone has a soda stream at home. Oh yeah, where you carbonate your own water, mm-hmm. and then you get your own syrups and add it to it. Well, usually you just drink it plain. Oh, you just use it as is. You just sparkle tap water. Uh. And so, like, growing up with dinner, there was always just you just sparkle a bottle of tap water mm-hmm. and have that with dinner. That's nice, and it's just viewed as this really trashy thing really yeah my mom calls it peace my mom was really working class yeah and she didn't even use the proper word for it she just used the swedish onomatopoeia okay of like peace because it sounds like it's piecing when you open a bottle piss no (laughs) p-y-s that's so funny (laughs) yeah piss she calls it piss no coop she doesn't call it piss peace peace okay yeah, 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 and it's like, it's like just what everyone drinks. But then there's this one brand, Ramlösa, which Ramlösa. is this this brand from the 1880s. Okay, super old school. Yeah, of what they serve at the when you win the Nobel Prize, really? you go and get to have a really fancy meal in Stockholm, uh-huh. and they serve you Ramlösa. So wow. that's the spectrum, okay. and that's flavored sometimes. Yeah, but. Up until the 90s, they only flavored it with lemon or lime, and they refused to go any other flavor. Huh. And then all this stuff happened, okay. where now we're drinking grapefruit yeah. on air, you know? 
So now they have all these berries and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, elderberry is the big one in Sweden. Yeah. But... Because it's yeah. a Swedish berry, right? Elderberry. Yeah, it's a very common, commonly occurring thing in Sweden. Let's let's do an ad break. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Grey Block Pizza, 986 Pico Boulevard, on your way to the beach. Get that hitter. Okay. Grey Block Pizza, on your way to the beach. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Coop. Yes, sir. So, you grew up in L.A.? I grew up in Los Angeles, that's right. Yeah. So what was it like growing up in L.A.? The culture there is very superficial, very focused on entertainment as far as TV shows and movies go. So is that still true even when you're young? You, at least I felt the influence of it. Because um, it's, so, it's, it's a big city too. Even, like I, lived, right. I, I lived in the suburbs growing up and you can still feel that it's like there's a lot of people here and a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that stuff is so crazy because, like, when you grow up in Sweden, all culture is from America. Mm-hmm. All TV is from America. Mm-hmm. And it's all shot in, it's all set in L.A. Yeah. And that place, you, for most of your childhood, you think that's not a real place. Mm-hmm. You think that's just made up. Yeah, and then you go there. Well, <laughs> or, I mean, I did go there when or I was, like, he, Or you hear stories about it or, yeah. you, you know... Yeah. You know, when I was, the first time I went to America, because I have an um, uncle who lives in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. When I was 15 or 16 or something, I am, um, maybe even younger, I was 15, I went to San Francisco and visited him, and then we went down to L.A., and um, he was like, we got to go to Universal Studios, and I was like, you have to drive me to Compton. What? And I made him drive me to Compton. Oh, you wanted to go? Yeah. Really? Because Just I to was see it. really into rap music. Okay. So we went to Compton. You realize it's like a crazy request, right? I guess. Like you're going into the heart of darkness, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, figuratively. Yeah. Because I mean... it's, it's, it can be super dangerous for... Yeah, it like... was nighttime, too. Yeah, it's not... So we're driving this fucking rental suburban into Compton. <laughs> just driving up and down the streets a little bit. And it's like... It's exactly <laughs> like in those movies. Mm-hmm. Where it's like... You got these like... shitty yards and like one story buildings and like chain link low chain link fences around everything yeah you know like that look Mm -hmm. and then I just made him stop at a gas station yeah and I bought a can of beans okay what kind of beans just like a can of canned beans alright and I brought it back to Sweden okay cool and what'd you think What, what was your what was the experience like it was pretty cool yeah there was an urban gentleman behind the counter in the gas station. Mm-hmm. It was good. All right. <laughs> but um, it didn't help with me sort of accepting that L.A. is a real place. Yeah. What do your parents do? My father is a chef owner and my mother is a priest in the Episcopal Church. <laughs> what is So are the churches out there, like the churches here in Seattle, where it's all about like being hella inclusive and not being so traditional Christian and so forth or well again going back to like LA being a really big place there's a lot of different yes a lot of international uh, people Korea or right wherever Korea is so Christian it's very Christian yeah so I like that was in, that was under culture I was exposed to growing up in the schools I went to that was the culture we were exposed to so one of them one of mm-hmm. them yeah 
So what are you saying? Your mom so, is a priest. So are my, you saying you're Korean? No, I'm saying that there's a lot of different kinds of churches. Yes, but so what's a, your mom's church? Pretty, pretty inclusive. You know, yeah. I, I think it's very like typical of what the Christian church wants to become, in terms of like not making people like feel so guilty about everything. And right, I think churches like the one my mom runs is trying to bring a new light to that and show people that it doesn't have to be all about rules and regulations right. and like following traditions. Like you can be all inclusive and like share this experience with all peoples. Yeah. Yeah, in Sweden we take that really far. Like a couple of years ago the Archbishop of Sweden came out and said that he doesn't believe in God. Really? Because like he he's like you don't have to believe in God. Yeah. Like that's that's not necessarily what it's about. Believing in God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Christianity's not all about believing in God. Well, yeah, yeah. Christ wanted people to see that he represented, like, what the world was like. I definitely believe that there is a higher power not governing the universe, but, like, the universe is that higher power. Like, mm. we're just in it and a part of it, and it, and we yeah, are yeah, it. Yeah. Sounds pretty L.A. to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I'm sure a lot spiritual. of spiritual. Yeah, spiritual for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. That stuff rubs me the wrong way for some reason. I wish it didn't. Well, I guess because you can't like. There's no. It's not tangible, you know. It just seems like such a cop out. Yeah, but uh, there's like. Uh, that's what faith is, man. You just gotta have. It. You just gotta have it. You just gotta believe. Yes. There's no rhyme or reason to yes. it. This is true. I mean, I grew up Christian, and my mom put me in this after-school program. Next to my school, there was this big, old-timey villa, mm -hmm. which is program called Eden, like Garden of Eden, Eden. Mm -hmm. And it was like this Christian thing where, from first grade, I would go there after school mm -hmm. and just hang out there until my parents got off work, or like hang out there until like 8 p.m. or something, and we'd mm -hmm. eat there. And I think I was there weekends and for summers I was there like every single day. Yeah. And we like had prayer a bunch of times. And I remember being like five or six years old mm -hmm. and like looking over at my best friend, Henrik, Henrik Svensson, <laughs> and being like, we're praying. And I'm like, you don't believe in this stuff, right? Like, you, know, <laughs> you know that this stuff is, you don't. We, we both know that this is all made up, right? Yeah, yeah. But to this day, that guy believes in God. And yeah. I don't know. I just never had the feeling, you know? Well, me, when I was like 13, I like defied like my parents' religious beliefs. And especially on my father's side because they're Catholic. So that when they wanted me to go to church, I was like, no, I'm not going just because everyone goes. And my grandpa told me he was like, Oh, if millions of people believe in it, it must be true. And I was like, well, no, that's not how I want to... Terrible logic. That's not... Yeah, that's not what I want my to base my beliefs off of. I want to find, like, my own way of believing and, and having faith. Yeah. So your mom's and your dad's religions are different? They're, they're branches of Christianity. My father's side is Catholic and my mother's side is Episcopal. Yeah, Catholic. Which is ironic because my her mom, my grandma, is atheist. Your maternal grandmother. Yes, who is of Scandinavian descent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's <laughs> that Scandinavian, you know? Yeah. 
That's the we're the most irreligious country in the whole world. Did you know that? No, I didn't. If you ask everyone, is religion important to you? Mm-hmm. Sweden ranks number one with people saying no, it's not. Yeah. Catholic. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a fun one. That's one way to put it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's one of those like it's real colorful. Seems real colorful. I don't know. On some level, I'm pissed off that I've never believed in anything because it's just better. Like, it's better to have faith. But do you think you, like, believe in not believing? The the non-believing is so pure mm-hmm. that I can completely see how it's not a hill to die on. <laughs> yeah. It's not meaningful. For sure. To be, like, trying to convince everyone to come over on my side because well, that, that's the none important of it matters. Thing. Yeah, is that, like, you know deep down that's how you feel about the yeah, way the world works. Yeah, it's just how I feel about it. And I can also see how... It makes me way lower functioning, just on the face of it, objectively. Well, I wouldn't say lower functioning. I would think that there's like status in religion, and that's why like there, there's power that needs to be enforced because people feel like superior. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean it more like on just the personal functioning level of like, I really believe that religion has evolved in an almost evolutionary way where we've developed mm-hmm. these religions I mean these rituals like a funeral mm-hmm. is a thing that really clicks in with the human brain like mm-hmm. when, when someone in your family dies you really need to like get together yeah. and talk about the person and focus on the person and have this ritual of catharsis and cry mm-hmm. and have a good cry and do yeah. all these things Yeah, and like a marriage is this thing that really helps and then what I've been thinking about recently is like prayer. I yeah. really believe that that prayer is this thing that works super well in the human mind. Sure, definitely. Where we have like it's it's like a conversation between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Christians have the prayer and the atheists don't. Like we are losing out as atheists. Yeah. We don't have that tool of personal development. Yeah. Where you can sit, because like anyone can think, and thinking is like really muddled, and it's mm-hmm. a mix of like language and images and all this stuff. But like, prayer is this thing where you crystallize it out into clear words. Yeah. Where you like have an actual conversation from mm-hmm. yourself to some image that's like, in the Christian example, it's the God. Like you're speaking to God and asking God for stuff or mm-hmm. apologizing to God or whatever prayer is to you. Like, mm-hmm. Or you're just repeating some words, which is like some sort of affirmation, which is also very powerful and, and helpful. Yeah. And I just feel like there's so many things that as an atheist, you just lose out on. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to lose out on it. No. Yeah, so that's the super modern American, like air quotes spiritual take on it and it's like I've just never Uh, understood it I've just never been able to actually implement that with myself and it just never really made sense to me yeah well instead of talking to a higher power talk to yourself like outline for yourself like what about your life do you feel like you need to reflect on but can't I call that my higher power my higher power then you're calling yourself your higher power yeah. I feel like I need to have a higher power, you know? You are your own higher power. I think that's what atheism... I think that I, what's, that's what it represents. I don't know. As a Swede, that irks me. Okay. All of that. 
but um, yeah, I don't know. Do you get along with your parents now? Yeah. How old are you? 24. 24. Mm-hmm. Did you always get along with your parents? Yeah, our relationship has its ups and downs like any relationship, you know? There were definitely dips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I had a major dip. It was about like, it was about 10 years. Yeah. It was like a 10-year dip, but I figured it out. Good. Yesterday, I bruised my hand on a... I was making an acai bowl and oh, I yeah. had a frozen piece of acai and I uh, was trying to break it in two and I bruised my hand. Um, Coop, what's your favorite restaurant in Seattle right now? That's a good question. Do you eat out at restaurants sometimes? Yes, regularly. I got some of my old co-workers from my last job I get together with and we have been trying new restaurants out. Is this Canlis? Yeah, this the pastry team from Canlis. Um... Two of them are in culinary school together at the at Seattle Central in the pastry program there and then one of them is still two of them are still currently working at Canlis. Okay. And so we, we just get together and go out to eat. To nice places. Uh different I mean, places. Not necessarily expensive, but like yeah, places not you're interested in. Yeah, not always fine dining, but always something new and different that that we're trying to experience. Um I, w- I tried out ramen donbo for the first time last week. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I've heard from people that it's like, oh, it's, this is one of the best, my favorite places to get ramen. Yeah. And it's pretty good, you know. Right. Uh, Where is that? Capitol Hill. Okay. Yeah. It always is. Yeah, there's a lot of good places in Capitol Hill. Yeah. 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 I don't really have, like, a favorite restaurant that I always go to because there's not. Restaurants change quickly. Yeah, they change quickly, and the Seattle, the restaurant scene in Seattle is not like it's it's okay. I I have some. It's not great. Yeah, you like I don't think it's great. I don't think it's great. Yeah, like I have a taco place that I love going to. I think it's got like. Is it Chukis? No, it's not Tacos Chukis. It's called Rancho Bravos Tacos, and it's off of the. It's right there's down. Several. The, there's several. Yeah, it's right down the street from Dick's on on Forty Fifth. Wallingford. Yeah. I've been there. That's good. Yeah, that place I is mean, good. I mean, it's really unpretentious. Yeah, it's nothing. It's just, like it's just cheap Mexican yeah. food. Yeah, and the salsa is hot and spicy, and I like it. Yeah. Um, but that's the one thing where, like, especially people from California get really hoity-toity about. They get real uppity about talking shit about Seattle Mexican food because they think it's all shit. No, it's there. It's just hard to find. Like so, that's why I'm like I've been looking for these places for since I've been here. It took me three years to find a good taco place. And you think Rancho Bravo is it? I think it's good for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's your favorite restaurant in Seattle right now? I a place that I a year ago I would have said that there's this tiny little Greek place that people don't even like. Mm-hmm. It's very close to Green Lake here. Okay. It's um. It's called Mykonos. Yeah. It's like inexpensive grilled meats mm-hmm. and they have, throw a bunch of romaine on there and like it's like this really nice olive oils, really flavorful mm-hmm. imported feta cheese. Cool. Just sort of crumbled onto like a salad with nice barbecued meats and it's mm-hmm. like not expensive. Yeah. 
it's like nine bucks without the salad and like twelve bucks with the salad. Yeah. And I used to eat there fucking all the time. Right on. It's um but now now it's not as good. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh that sucks. But maybe I just got tired of it, but um No, restaurants change, like you said. Yeah. A lot of bad food. Yeah. I like if we did uh what's your the ten restaurants you hate the most in Seattle, that list, man. Yeah, oh my god. I got like I got some restaurants I hate. But I also would almost like to do what you're doing with the fucking canless pastry team and yeah. but do that with shitty places. Like there's one place just south of here, it's like this Chinese place that's mm-hmm. been there I mean forever. Mm-hmm. And outside they have this big marquee where it says like lunch is like nine ninety nine or something mm-hmm. and you get a free spring roll. But even bigger it says free Wi Fi for guests. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the biggest sign yeah. ever that says free Wi Fi for guests at this Chinese place. <laughs> like what are you talking about, man? Yeah. Like, like that's somehow gonna make it better. <laughs> it's the like food tastes better. Is the food so bad? <laughs> also like what? Yeah. Am I gonna bring my computer? Is that what you want? Because I feel like they won't be happy if I bring a computer yeah. to some random ass Chinese restaurant. Today's episode of This Week in Sparkling Water is brought to you by Casper Mattress, where each mattress has a sleep number indicating how firm or soft you want your bed to feel. And this can be adjusted with a click of a button or a tap on your phone. Get your Casper Mattress from nothingreallymattress.com and use promo code a butt, one word, all lowercase. Bubble. That was bubble butt. That's our promo code. Okay, let's try the next. All right, folks. Uh, that was our review of the grapefruits Spartan from water. Signature right, Select, Talking Rain, and Cascade Ice. Please come back next week for part two when we review Lacroix, Bubbly, and Waterloo. Thank you for listening to this week in sparkling water. And now, for our closing segment, sparkling water. Sparkling Mind. First, I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath. I want you to arrive in this moment and allow your mind to begin observing itself. Look at your own thoughts as appearances in consciousness. Look at your feelings as patterns of energy and focus on your breathing. Make consciousness as wide as possible and simply wait for the next thought to arise 